Welcome to Short and Sweet Parenting Tips. This is the final episode in the COVID-19 pre-launch series, and I can't believe it. (laughs) We have walked through so many things together these last few months. And with the real launch of the podcast on the horizon, I'm feeling very introspective about this time in self-isolation. What will life after COVID look like? It's hard not to get lost in a wave of questions and uncertainties, though. So, let's focus on the things we do know. COVID-19 has impacted every single person in the U.S. and most countries around the world. The pandemic will end, and restrictions will eventually be lifted. But it's more about what we do with our post-pandemic lives that really has been on my mind lately. Early on in the pandemic, my husband Robbie showed me a video on YouTube called Lockdown Productivity Spaceship U. It was about social distancing. In it, CGP Grace says that our mission after the pandemic should be return better than you left. That really struck a chord with me at the time, and this was early on, but that challenge has never left my mind. Return better than you left. But how does this happen? We're stuck at home with limited resources and restricted activities. How about we start here? Change our mindset and get past all those limitations. I wanted to focus on what I learned the past few months. How about you? Has COVID-19 indirectly taught you any lessons? I hope it has because I tell you there is nothing worse than awful circumstances that bite the big jelly roll and then you walk away learning absolutely nothing. So get ready for it. Here's my list of what I've learned. And just a side note here, I'm still discovering new things. And this list even changed from when I wrote my first draft of this podcast. One, fresh air and exercise really do make me feel emotionally better. It also improves my long-term health and helps me trim down. Two, I really do love my family. This time together has been so dear to me. Three, never should I take for granted my family's health and safety. Four, it's amazing everything I can live without, especially appointments and activities. Five, take joy in the small things, like when our Walmart finally had toilet paper. Six, you can do things to help others even if you're trapped at home in social distancing. Seven, nothing can take the place of meeting friends for coffee and laughing and chatting in a close-knit circle, no face masks. Eight, there's a reason church is a community, not just a virtual experience. Oh, that was way longer than I thought. How about you? What would be on your list? I challenge you to really think about it. Even pause this and get out a pen and paper. What if the things that got boiled down during the past few months are truly the essentials in our lives. This thought makes me nervous in a way. Because what happens when normal, this normal that everyone is so anxious to get back to, rushes back in? 
and activities and appointments are demanding my time. I'm frantically juggling extracurricular activities, worrying about the girls' grades. Robbie's working long hours and family time becomes sparse. Dinners together are faint memory. <sighs> what I really want to know is, can I prevent this return to chaos? Can I make choices now that will minimize reality flooding back in and snuffing out all the essentials in my life that I've just discovered? I believe I can. I hope I can. But the how is more difficult. What if we weighed each activity, commitment, and committee? Vetted them to make sure that we can incorporate the return of those demands without jeopardizing everything we've learned at such a high cost. But it won't be a battle easily won. We need to have a new awareness as we face every day. Personally, I will have to say no to so many things that try to lure me in. But will my alarm bells even go off if I start crowding out what is most dear to me? Robbie had to point out that this is called a value-based approach. This filtering of choices through what you value and then ditching the things that don't fit. So he said there's lots of books on the topic and I'll try to post some on the short and sweet Facebook page if you really want to delve into this more. Anyway, it will be so automatic to add back in all those old activities, especially if it's something we're good at. And we don't need to plan too much or work very hard at things like social media, settling back into work schedules, or even letting television raise our kids. It takes very little effort to sit and scroll through Facebook compared to going outside and enjoying a walk. I'm speaking to myself here. It's much easier to mindlessly tinker in my craft room than to engage my sometimes prickly teenager in meaningful conversation. That's the word, meaningful. So I just looked up the definition. It's having a serious, important, or useful quality or purpose. That's how I'll weigh things that come my way. Are they meaningful? And would I have to exchange something dear to me to engage in the urgent yet unimportant need knocking at my door? Now it's pretty much guaranteed that I'm not going to get this right. I'll forget and triple book a weeknight or commit to something ridiculous and time-consuming. But I want to be conscious of this word meaningful instead of just giving in to the tsunami of reality. I'm beginning to wonder if normal is overrated. What about you guys? Are you going to let reality come in and dictate to you what your life should look like based on who you were four months ago? And I bet you're not the same person you were pre-COVID, because I know I'm not. My real fear is that we walk out of this pandemic either learning nothing or forgetting those hard-won lessons from the messy trenches. In our desperation to return to normal, we forget what was good about social distancing. The things COVID revealed to us were essential in our lives. Now, it took me over 40 years to figure this out. And these were hard-earned lessons, especially these past few months, as I'm sure yours were. I am so emotional just wrapping up this pre-launch series. I loved sharing this time with you, and I am confident that we will all return better than we left. 
Sincerely, I thank you for sharing your time with me for this short and sweet parenting tip. But an even bigger thanks to those who kept up the good attitude, inspiring me to shake off the funk and depression of social distancing. Oh yeah, there's one last important lesson. I learned who my people are, and it's you.